For angel Lord appeared to the woman and said, Fit. Wait a minute now. Who texted me? It's five in the morning. Okay, back to the intro. For I know you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Tashara Janae, and welcome to the Brave Podcast, a podcast about life, about hope, and about being brave. Let's get into it. Listen, if you don't know the song Matthew 28 by Donald Lawrence and the Tri-City Singers, you are missing out on like an Easter miracle. First of all, I listen to it all the time. It don't have to be Easter because for me, Jesus be needing to resurrect every month. (laughs) Okay. I need to know that the stone was rolled away and he is not where in the tomb, but he has risen as he said. Okay. So yeah, listen to that song. It is the best. If you like choir music, if you don't like choir music, you're not going to like it. But if you like choir music, you don't get your life. So a couple of preliminary things. It's morning time. Me and the mucus are here. Listen, y'all, I'm doing everything. Like I'm not sleeping with a fan on anymore. I'm taking organic things to like clear out this mucus up in my body. But nothing is working, so I might have to just take me some regular old medicine and see how that works. So I sound a fool. I'm out of breath, um, as you can hear. Yeah, that's not and all of that. Y'all probably didn't want to know that, but you know what? We are real here on the Brave Podcast. So before I get into what I want to talk about, I have a confession. If this keeps me out of heaven, um, I will stop doing it. I just don't think that it is, but y'all, this is my confession. I am so purely and highly entertained by Andrew Caldwell. Y'all might not know who Andrew Caldwell is if you don't, bless you. <laughs> but I sit up and watch his videos for insane amounts of time. If Facebook alerts me that he is live, baby, I'm clicking on it because I am finna be weak. And 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 last night, um, <laughs> I watched this particular video of him cooking probably, I don't, probably like over an hour, like crying, laughing. That is what I need in my life. Y'all, please let me know if I'm not going to make it to heaven because if not, I'm going to stop watching it. But if they, this is, you know, not going to keep me from the gates, I'm going to keep being entertained. This is something I need in my life. Okay. So that's my first thing. Secondly, if you don't know, I live in Alabama and I don't know what's going on with the weather down here, but that's part of the reason why I don't feel good. Baby, it's, it's a good spring outside. It's not even fall it's just straight spring in October like I don't understand I'm so confused by it I don't know what to wear it is really affecting my daily life and it's upsetting me and my home girls okay 
So I don't know if any men listen to my podcast. I know my man listen to my podcast, <laughs> but I don't know if any men do. So, you know, if y'all listen to men, this ain't for you. It's okay. Um, go look up Anthony, Pastor Anthony Lovejoy on Facebook. There's plenty of videos for you to watch from him. He is my pastor and he be saying stuff. So that's a good person for you to listen to. There's plenty of men out there, you know, start with Anthony Lovejoy. I feel like y'all would really love him because I do. So anyway, men, this ain't for you. Y'all got plenty of stuff for y'all. So y'all gonna be good. Today, I want to talk to my girls, to my ladies. And I'm going to be coming from the book of Luke. I'm sorry. I can't like, listen, I tried to be a preacher. I, I can't like, why, <laughs> why are y'all like that? I just can't. God didn't call me to read or preach like that. So anyway, for real, I am, um, t- today I want to talk about Luke chapter four and no Jesus Luke chapter 24. Um, it's actually the last chapter in Luke and the way to end the chapter, like it's good. Y'all gonna hear my pages because I'm using a real Bible. Y'all gonna hear my pages turning. That's okay. That's how you know I'm saved because I got a real physical Bible. So I want to talk about Luke chapter 24. And that's why I started with the song. So the song is Matthew 28, but we know Matthew, Mark, Luke, basically um, the same book, just different accounts from different people on the same scenario. So Matthew 28 and Luke 24 mirror each other and they talk about the same thing. And if you want to read it in Mark, it's Mark 16 and it's also in John. So John 20, you'll get this same, um, scenario. So Luke 20, yeah, Luke 24, um, the women, okay. The women, the girls, are going to the tomb so they can, you know, prepare Jesus. Well, not prepare, but they can wrap Jesus's body in um, spices and whatever, all the stuff that they had. And that helps, you know, with the de- decomposition of the body. So my, my girls are out there. Okay. And they go to the tomb and they're ready. Like, and I can just feel them like they're walking they're They're determined. Their minds are prepared and they're like, okay, he's gone. He's died. We got to grapple with this. We got to deal with this. We got to cover our girl, Mary, cause she going through, she grieving. We're all grieving. And I, I can see them like praying on their way. Like, yo, we have got to be strong because that's what women do, right? This, the savior has died and who goes to take care of his body, to nurture it, the physical body, to nurture it, to prepare it, to, um, take care of it. Who does that? The women, my girls. Okay. So they go to the tomb, right? And they've got all their stuff prepared and they're ready. And, when they get to the tomb, the stone is rolled away. And I can just imagine, like, if it was me walking up the tomb, I'm like, now who playing? Now who done played with the tomb? Who done rolled the stone away? Y'all play too much? It was probably some of them people who were saying crucify him. Now they want to go see what his body looking like. Y'all saw him hanging on the cross. Like, why y'all all got to play? That would have been me at the at the tomb. I don't know what y'all would have been saying. <laughs> that would have been me. And so they get there, the tomb, the stone is rolled away. And the body's gone. And so I can see them clapping like, for real, who playing? 
wear Jesus's body. Now we didn't got prepared these spices. Okay. We come in here to do what we supposed to do. And the body gone. Like why y'all always got to play so much. It was probably so-and-so husband. Cause he always acting up. Now we got to find her. Cause she probably knew about it and she ain't stop him. So this is what I imagine is <laughs> going on outside the tomb. And then bam, an angel Lord descends from heaven. And he says, fear not. Um, I should be reading, but I'm trying to remember <laughs> the song. So the angel says, fear not. This is my part right here. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee. Okay. So back in Galilee, um, Jesus told them, look, the son of man has to die and be delivered up to the hands of the sinners and be crucified on the third day and raised again. Right. So Jesus told them that back in Galilee. And so the angel comes and reminds them of this. And then it says in Luke 24, eight, then they remembered his words. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. <laughs> I want to be churchy so bad, but I'm not. Okay. Seriously, if I had to title this, I would, and this is probably what I'm going to title the episode, From Gethsemane to the Grave, to Galilee, to Glory. Or it might should be Glory, then Galilee, whatever. Okay, listen, all the G's, come on, alliteration. All right, so we are here at the tomb, and the angel has come and reminded the women of what Jesus said right? He reminded them of his promises. And sometimes, and not that it takes angels to come from heaven, but sometimes you have to have outside reminders of God's promises. Because if you're on the inside, imagine these women are grieving, they're upset, they're confused at this point. They don't know what's going on, the body gone. They have this plan. You know, if you mess up a woman's plan, you just get all discombobulated. So they have this plan and now they're standing here. There's this angel saying, yo, he ain't here. He told y'all he wasn't going to be here. And then they're reminded of, oh, this is what he said in Galilee. So these Galilean women are reminded of what Jesus said. And it took an outsider, right? It took somebody who was on the outside of the scene to actually come into the scene to tell them, Yo, this is what Jesus promised. And so sometimes we're so stuck in our situation and we're so stuck on thinking about certain things and how is this going to work out? And how is this going to do this? And this is going to do this. And somebody from the outside has to come and say, yo, God promised you this, or God promised that this and this is going to happen. So you have to hold on and you need that sometimes, right? Sometimes I need somebody to be like, girl, you need to shut up. <laughs> you need to remember what. God has promised you and they have to remind me of what he said. I'm reading this book by Max Lucado. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. And it's called, you're going to get through this. I could be lying. Let me pull it up. Now I knew that man didn't name title his book. You're going to get through this, but it's called you will get through this. And in the first paragraph, there is this amazing quote and it says, You'll get through this. It won't be painless. It won't be quick, but God will use this mess for good. In the meantime, don't be foolish or naive, but don't despair either. With God's help, you will get through this. And 
So I read that last night and this morning I wake up and I'm reading the word. And look, I'm, I'm going to be real with y'all. Early in the morning, I wasn't trying to seek him <laughs> this morning. It was, I was not, that was not my plan. But um, I decided, yo, I'm going I'm to spend time with Jesus. Clearly he wants to hang out with me and I should desire the same thing. And so thinking of the the journey of Jesus, right? He's on the earth for 30 years. He just a carpenter. He just out here making furniture, or making whatever he was making. And then his ministry starts, right? And he goes from being this carpenter for 30 years, just making furniture. People, you know, he was around people. He was doing his thing. People that was like, oh yeah, that's Jesus, the carpenter. He make a bad farm door, right? You can put it in your house, and um, pull it closed. You ain't got to open it like regular doors. They just slide. He makes the best one of those. Let me let me walk you down to his shed or his shop or whatever. He's going to make you some farm doors for your house. So he was doing his thing and then he established his ministry, right? And he had to establish it. And his ministry wasn't established until he was baptized. And then God speaks from heaven. He's like, this is my son for which I'm where please. So then he's, his ministry is established and Jesus goes full steam ahead, right? So he is performing miracle. He went straight to the, to the wilderness. That'll be a different episode, but he goes straight into ministry. He is performing miracles. He getting people together. He turning over tables. He cussing people out. He's showing out. He healing people on the Sabbath. He just shaking up everything because once his ministry was established, he was set on his calling and he was set on doing what he was supposed to do on the earth. Right? So we got Jesus being born. Right? And then we um, go to Gethsemane. And that's something that I d- identify with Gethsemane, the place of pain and suffering and crying and the struggle, right? Gethsemane is indicative of the struggle. And I so identify with that. I know what pain feels like, right? I know what struggle feels like. I know what depression feels like. Jesus had suicidal thoughts. I know what all of that feels like. And so that I can identify with. That is my human deity on the earth, feeling the infirmities um, of his people. That's who I identify with. But I forget there was glory after Gethsemane. So what I love about this quote from Max Lucado is that it says, it won't be painless. It won't be quick, but God will use this mess for good. And so I think that sometimes we feel like our deliverance or our healing, all these things should be quick. They should come very fast and you should just be good. But you think about Jesus, you know, his ministry wasn't established quickly, right? And his betrayal wasn't like, oh, we going to crucify him. We good. Hang him on the cross. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then he's gone. No, he went through a trial. He went through dragging the cross of this hill. He went through um, being on the cross, hemenhydrosis, where, you know, his blood turned into water. I learned hemenhydrosis from Pastor Lovejoy. So y'all need to go listen to him. Um, <laughs> and then even after that, it was three days before he resurrected. Look, when it felt felt like the world was desolate, there was no savior, there was nothing. Jesus has died on the cross and they didn't know, well, they knew he told them that he was going to resurrect. But you know, in your grief and your despair and your issues, you'll be remembering the promises, right? And so they're like, 
waiting. 24 hours pass. What are we going to do? 48 hours pass. What are we going to do? 72 hours pass. What are we going to do? And then we, they realize, oh, he, he rose just like he said. But I promise you, I bet that 72 hours felt like a century. When you are in despair, when you are depressed, when you are confused, a moment feels like a lifetime. And what I love about Jesus is that he doesn't stop thinking about us, right? On the cross, he was thinking about us. You were on his mind specifically. Wow, I'm going to get emotional. Okay, I was on his mind specifically. He was on that cross saying, man, Tashara is going to act a damn fool in her life. And I have got to keep enduring through this so she can be reconciled back to the father. I've got to endure this pain. I've got to endure this humiliation. I've got to endure hanging on this cross for her. I know that she's going to be depressed. I know that she's going to feel all these feelings. I know that she's going to struggle with just wanting to live. But if I hang here, if I keep hanging here for her, she can keep hanging in there in life. So he had me on his mind. He had you on his mind. He thought about us. He considered us. And even after he resurrected, he came back to earth and was walking with people like, yo, what's been going on around here? He literally walked <laughs> with these people and he was like, hey, what y'all talking about? Why y'all walking down the street? What's up? And they say, yo, this is what happened. Like they didn't hung Jesus. He was a prophet. We don't know why they did that. They said in verse 21, but we hope that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. They didn't hung him. He didn't die. And it's just, it's crazy. And then on the third day, he got up, but we, we don't know where he is, what's going on. And this is why this message is for the women, because it says in verse 22, in addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning. They didn't find his body. They came, they told us what was going on. And then we had to send some of our people out there to fact check them because they was women. We don't really be listening to women. And we found out they was telling the truth. But the whole basis for me even doing this whole podcast is in verse 21, it says, some of our women amazed us. Women in the Bible, okay, women in general, we get a bad rap sometimes. People don't believe us when we speak. We're not fully respected the way that we should be. We don't get equal pay. You know, women just, we get it bad sometimes, right? And even in the Bible, you know, women were silenced. They were not supposed to speak in certain um, cultures, in certain instances. And, you know, when Jesus was, you know, with the woman at the well, when the disciples came up, they was like, hey, why are you talking to this woman? You for real? First of all, why are you talking to a woman? But secondly, why are you talking to her? This woman in particular, like Jesus, have you lost it? So women have gotten a bad rap. But after, you know, the death of Jesus and they were there watching him, right? Think of the trauma. They were, Mary was there watching her son that she birthed, even though she knew he was the savior, but her son that she birthed out of her body die a brutal death. She watched that. And then her girls, they got up and they went to go take care of Jesus's body. Right. And so in this gruesome, horrible situation, the women were allowed a moment to shine. So what are you going through right now? What gruesome, horrible, awful, depressing situation are you going through right now? And how can you shine in it? And I believe, even though that the Holy Spirit had not come at this time, 
man, it took that strength of him to be able for them to get up and do this thing, even after three days. But one of the things that you know, we are so blessed to have the Holy Spirit living on inside of us, guiding us, leading us and giving us strength, right? In our weaknesses, his strength is made perfect. And so what is it in your life that people can look at you and be like, wow, I remember when she was in Gethsemane, she was in the garden, that girl was struggling, right? And then they can see you um, going from the garden to the grave, people might have thought, yo, she dead, right? She dead, dead. Ain't no way she coming back from, from this. And then she re- you return. And then when you get up and when you get through that situation, God gets the glory out of that, right? So earlier I talked about Galilee and that's because, um, in the passage, it says, remember when he told you while he was in Galilee, um, that he was going to be handed over to the, the men and he was going to die and raised and all that. He said that in Galilee. And so they return in Ga- to Galilee, right? And they meet Jesus on the mountain. And that's when we get the Great Commission and all of that. So they return to a place of familiarity and a place of comfort, right? And where, where I struggle is finding my Galilee. I'm good with the garden, man. I'm good with the grave. I feel that it seems you know, normal for me, pain and trauma and crazy things happening. But when I'm in Galilee, a place that's supposed to be comforting, a place that's where I'm supposed to feel safe and a place where I'm supposed to trust God, that's where it gets uncomfortable. That's where it feels like, ooh, ooh, Chile, how am I going to handle this? How am I going to get get to this. And so what I want to encourage you to do is be more fulfilled, familiar. That's why. Come on, Southern accent. Be more familiar with Galilee than you are with Gethsemane. So look, God's going to get the glory out of every place. Gethsemane, grave, Galilee. He's always going to get the glory. But if we can detach ourselves somehow from our pain and from our depression, from our anxiety, from our doubts, from our insecurities, if we can detach ourselves from that and attach ourselves to the promises, when you attach to the promises, nothing else matters, right? If you're attaching yourself to the promises, promises of God, somebody can come up to you and be like talking crazy to you. And you're going to look at them like, what you mean? What you thought? No, we trust in the promises over here. Something can happen in your life that can leave you destitute, something can happen that can leave you depressed, something that can happen that can leave you traumatized, but you cling to the promises. That doesn't mean you doesn't don't feel it, right? Max Licato told us that doesn't mean it's going to be painless, but what you're going to feel your pain, you're going to process it, and you're still going to hold on to the promises. Look, this situation where people thought, what, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? Who showed up? The women, right? The women showed up and the the people were able to see, yo, these women, they got it together. These women can do so many things and we've been silencing them. We've been diminishing them. We've been limiting them. But in that moment where you would have thought it would be men who would go to Jesus, it was the women. So girl, you got all the power. First of all, you got the Holy Spirit inside of you. You got Jesus who (laughs) died and rose specifically for you so you can be reconciled back to God. And you're a woman. You've got intuition. You've got charisma. 
Baby, you got eyebrows, lashes, you got wigs, whatever you need. You got natural beauty, right? You got your brown skin girl. Skin just like pearls, okay? <laughs> You've got everything you need that pertains to life and godliness. Everything you need, you already have. So I'm encouraging you today. Hold on to the promises to detach yourself from the pain and attach yourself to the promise. Because remember, girl, you are the light at the end of the tunnel. And if you stop moving, nobody else will see the light. We're going to change the whole outro. (laughs) You are the light in the tunnel. And if you stop moving, nobody else will see the light. You can't stay in one place. You need to take your light. That's this little light of mine. You need to let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Y'all, let me stop. Listen, the next episode is featuring my cousin, Raven. And you're going to be in for a treat. So until then, keep living, keep breathing, keep shining, keep being brave. Thank you for listening to the Brave Podcast. Special thanks to Homage Beats for our intro and outro music. You can check him out on YouTube at Homage Beats or visit his website at homageproductions.com. And of course, you can follow me on all social media. My handle is at Tashara Janae and at Brave by TJ. Don't forget to visit our website at www.bravebytj.com. Until the next episode, keep 